Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of Den Excelsior, the Mostly Marvel Podcast. I'm your host, Ricky. With me, as always, is Dennis. And getting wet with us tonight, friend of the show, Clark. Hello, all. <laughs> What's up, guys? What is up? It's uh, What was the last Clark show? That's right. I always like... You're like my calendar, Clark. You just keep me in base. It's like how often we're yeah, about, yeah, about a month, month and a half ago. Let's see. Oh, welcome back. End of low. It was uh, Loki was just finishing. I think you did. Were right you last episode Loki? Loki or? No. Okay. Well, one of the episodes of Loki. In the middle, yeah. Well, I was one of the for, episodes of Loki. Yeah. Thank you for carving out your Friday to come talk uh, with us about the 2020 not 2019 classic uh aquaman starring jason momoa and amber heard man a lot has changed since that movie has come out Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so what you been up to clark uh well it's uh december is always busy but that's great i celebrated my birthday last week so yay had a lot of fun celebrations with that went uh christmas caroling that was a blast uh, at a local hospital, and that was a that's always a highlight of my year. Um, what what do you close Christmas caroling on? Like, what's like the the final song? Uh, we happened to finish on "Hark the Herald Angels Sing" because as we were as we were walking out uh, towards the parking lot, we were in the front foyer and realized how good the acoustics were there, and there was nobody there. We're like. Hey, let's film one just for us. And we just belted that one. And that was a lot of fun. But, uh, uh, you know, it depends. You know, we uh, we have a, a mix of the uh, old traditional ones plus, uh, you know, um, some Santa Claus ones. And then my friend who runs the thing has a new ver- has a version of Jingle Bells that she wrote herself that has a, a whole second part that kind of we sing in the round and that's that's one of our sort of finales that we'll do so not the jingle bells batman smells not the jingle bells batman smells okay no all right so speaking of which i mean okay one i'm just surprised that when you said what have you been up to clark somehow lego fortnite was not mentioned i mean you two are building like this this uh new uh encampment in lego fortnite I, I I wanted to encompass since last we saw. If you ask what was I've been doing this last week? Uh, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, uh, playing a crap ton of Lego Fortnite because it's amazing. And then and then because I don't want to lose the Jingle Bells Batman Smells thread. Uh, yeah. Have you guys watched A Merry Little Batman yet on 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 Amazon? I have Prime? not, but I want to for the sole fact that Robin is appropriately tan. That that movie is adorable. It's adorable. Okay. Um, <laughs> it, it it kind of ignores the whole fact that Damian Wayne was a killer in the comics. Um, he's just a yeah. cute. He's just the cute son of Batman, and mm-hmm. and it's just going on fun adventures in, during Christmas time. Um, it's 
it's a full-on Christmas movie with Batman in it, and besides Batman Returns. Um, so mm-hmm. I just I thought that was really. I will I check like that the out then. But but, but do they like do the sing, work. but they do sing that song a lot mm-hmm. in that movie. I would expect but, it. Have yeah. you watched your Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special yet? Hell yeah! I watched it right after I watched a Merry Little Batman. <laughs> Those are the two things I watched on Thursday. Yes, um, and it is amazing. I'll never like. I liked Merry Little Batman because it also chose to use like unconventional Christmas songs. But uh, the unconventional Christmas songs that James Gunn uses are top notch. They are the best. I want to tell you about uh, a play that I saw last night, just because I'm going to tie it into pop culture and video games. So I saw another version of Christmas Carol. It's one of my favorite stories. I love Christmas Carol. I love all the versions. Uh, most of them and such. this one was a new version that was it's a musical and it had a female uh scrooge it had a it's called madam scrooge uh and uh but what was weird or what was interesting was the costumes because i really would love to to talk with the set designer and the costume designer um because this was at a theater called the nocturne theater where they do um they have like a uh, like vampire speakeasy and other stuff like like, like they have they know, like yeah yeah Halloween stuff, but so it's Christmas Carol, but the costumes were like nightmare fuel were 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 creepy. The villagers had these masks that reminded me entirely of Bioshock, of the splicers with like mm-hmm. these melted faces almost and, and such. And I was like, either they were a fan of Bioshock or they somehow got all these masks from a Bioshock play that I didn't know existed or a costume thing before the, um, uh, the ghost of Christmas present, uh, had a big green, uh, cloak like normal, but then the head was a Ram skull with a big giant Ram, uh, antlers horns with the, with the, the devil, Billy goat gruff, like the total pagan symbol. It was such an interesting cognitive dissonance. Um, but seriously, if that was not influenced by Bioshock, I would have been, I, I would be very surprised. I would love to write them and find out, but it's interesting where these things are coming from. I don't know. It's, you know, you just reminded me of another tangent uh, um, related to nerdy stuff in costume design. Did you guys know uh, who Shauna Triptych is? No. No, she has been the costume designer for uh, a lot of um, a lot of sci-fi and uh, um, yeah, a lot of sci-fi stories and stuff that we all like. Uh, I think she was back in um, Firefly and and uh, and uh, Dollhouse, uh, mm-hmm. but more but more recently, all of the Star Wars shows like the like the Mandalorian, uh, mm-hmm. Boba, Book of Boba Fett, and Ahsoka. Um, she actually passed away the same week that the final episode of Ahsoka aired. And I failed to mention that, and it was really sad. Um, those are amazing costumes in those yeah. shows, and yeah. and and we have like one primary person to thank for that. And I think that's it's really cool, but also really sad that um, she she had to she had to leave us. But uh, yeah, I just wanted to put that out there because I know we never talk about we don't talk about costume design enough, but it's a very important yeah. aspect of the immersion of these sci-fi Absolutely. stories. You know, so they uh, after on the Star Wars tangent, they announced the live action shows for next year. 
Um, it is won't be costume designed by Shauna. No, it's well, you know, all they're filming, they're already been filmed, maybe, right? You're right, they might might actually the acolytes and um, skeleton actually doing the acolytes, yep, but no, no Andor. Wait another year for Andor. Mm. Oh man, damn, man, that's not good. That's not good. Well, uh, sorry, I've been I've been giving you a bunch of tangents, but like, did you want to foc- bring bring back some focus on what we're doing tonight, Ricky? We uh, like a touch on are talking about uh, Aquaman because we uh, we started this show shortly after uh, twenty nineteen, right? No, we started this show in twenty twenty. We started uh, uh, shortly we after started 2019, the, relatively. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we started we started the Mandalorian show in in 2019. Yes, yes. So, that's, uh, that's so but we never got to do Aquaman, and um, as you know, Aquaman two: The Lost Kingdom comes out uh, next Friday, which we'll be doing a show on. So we thought, wait, what the heck? Let's uh, let's dip back into the old DC and uh, you know, a little swung song action for the DCEU. This is a so this is the funny. I'm gonna I'm gonna tie it back uh, really quick before we get fully into the conversation with Aquaman later. Um, so, like I said, like Clark prompted me, uh, I did watch um, the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, holiday special once again. I plan to watch that every year around the Christmas time because it is great. Um, and as I'm watching it and 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 just basking in all the glory of, of it in in every way. Um, I realized like, you know, I, I know it's been a rough year for Marvel. Uh, you know, it hasn't a lot of the, the, the movies haven't really hit the same high notes that, that we, we used to experience or mm-hmm. or maybe there's just a bit of oversaturation or something like that. But like when I was watching that Gu- Guardians thing, it made me realize two things. One. It's the lack of creative freedom and 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 creative talent like James Gunn going forward that that is going to hurt the marvel universe right because they don't trust a lot of directors to to the way they trusted james gunn with that pocket of the universe there's a lot more oversight that takes place in a lot of the marvel's movies at least it feels like there's a lot more oversight right like when we're we're watching those movies Mm -hmm. um but when you watch a james gunn guardians movie you feel like yep that's this wacky guy. It's all coming from his crazy brain and it's amazing, you know? And so I think it's a, it was a sad thing. It gets a little sadder every year to watch that movie and know like, man, you guys had this amazing talent in your, in your pocket. And then you went and fired him for a while (laughs) and you made it really awkward. Right. And then when he came back and did Guardians 3, like, if you don't see the metaphor for that movie, like, that it's basically a giant F you to his Disney overlords, um, it's hilarious, you know? But but while I am saddened that we don't get to have that kind of greatness anymore, I'm so excited for Aquaman 2 to come out, like you said, because after that pile of crap comes out, <laughs> everything beyond is overseen by James Gunn. And I hope that means it's better. I'm not I'm not saying that I know for certain that Aquaman 2 will be a giant pile of crap. 
it's just a good educated guess that it will not be a great well i mean we're touching on real quick they're, they're obviously they're impressed right now for the movie i'm holding and, uh, i'm holding someone asked jason momoa about like the like what do you think of doing a third one and like literally the first line out of this man's mouth was it's not looking good it's like <laughs> god damn <laughs> Right, right, because uh, we know, we know that, like, well, we know he's already, sh- yeah, jump cast, you know, they're, they're, yeah, yeah, they're shoring this thing up, they're shoring it up. This is going to be the end of the Snyderverse, uh, next week, and I, I couldn't be happier for that. So, that is why I will enjoy going to see Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom because no more, man, just no, no more of this, this verse, this, this. This is just riddled with weirdness. And, and then you go watch Rebel Moon to get your, no. your fix of Snyder. Mm, maybe. Like See, here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. Like, I don't mind if Snyder's on Netflix. You know what I mean? Because like, like I they did a they did a thing recently where they put out like like for the first time ever, Netflix put out like the analytics like on the amount of, like what things have been watched the most like this past mm-hmm. month or year or whatever, and. Um, it's a lot of, it's a lot of, there's a lot of shameful watching going on in Netflix. You know what I mean? There's a lot of, some of the things that you wouldn't expect to be the most popular things out there, uh, like are, and, and it's because you can do, you can watch a lot of crap in the privacy of your own home, you know? So that's fine, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, yeah. so I'm not going to judge anybody for watching Rebel Moon at home because you know what? It's already part of your account and you already got Netflix. I will say this about that exact topic because they they actually did release you know numbers. It was a big surprise that the number one show of the year was a show called The Night Agent. Yeah, which I watched. I saw I the whole not. series, and yeah, I, I actually never, enjoyed it. How come you never told me about it? Yeah, what a gatekeep. Because you're yeah, ashamed. Totally. You, you no, I wasn't ashamed. No, it was a shame watch. There's it probably lots of. There's probably lots of peepees and stuff in that one. <laughs> There's not. <laughs> I told Alina about it, but I didn't tell you guys that it's. I, I, like, I, I don't think I like, mentioned it. Alina, you got to watch all these peepees on the night agent. <laughs> well, I mean that. I mean, if I see a show like that, I you know Ricky, of course, is the the first person I would have to tell. When, yeah. When Dong hangs, you tell Ricky. That's the yes. Rule. It's yeah, that's for everybody in the three. Let the dong hang on Netflix. And you know what? I encourage everybody who's watching this show to realize that if you ever see anything where Dong is hanging, please write us and let Ricky know, hey, you should go watch this. That's like his favorite thing. I'm just saying, like Clark knows. Yep. Mm-hmm. Clark knows. Mm-hmm. He loves to track it. So, so all right, watch that's... Obliterated on Netflix right now. Wow. So that's a Dong movie? That is. That's, that's okay. a series. It's, it's about a... Uh, a group, a special forces group that's made up of the best of the CIA, Delta Squad, uh, FBI. They they're a crack unit, and they uh, find a nuclear weapon in Vegas, and they they get the they, they get the bomb, they get the guy, and they're all congratulated. And their boss says, "Go celebrate!" So they go nuts, and they use the rest of their budget to do this, throw this huge party. And oh, then, I think I saw the the that the tie yeah. Then after like, they get all drugged up, they find out that the bomb was a fake, 
and that the real bomb is still out there in Vegas, and then they have to try to salvage it. They have to get sober up. They have to sober up, right? Your guys' like Netflix Q man is way different from mine. I just I watched Squid Games, the reality show. I saw. I watched that too. Had had a great night, and you know I turned it off. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't like the reality show. I think it's uh, it's so bad. It was not great. It, 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 I, I liked how it. I hate. I hate all the people. Well, well, yeah. You can't control the of, people, but it's kind of like yeah, yeah. I mean, it's kind of the point. I hate all the people and hate how it's filmed. I, I, I like how they film. changed the uh, having some tension while not killing people. I mean, it's they they had to they had to make changes to stuff, which they did. And, yeah. and by having a lot of the interpersonal tension, that's how they they created that because it wasn't like you have to be careful about people axing you at night. You know? Yeah, but but the whole I don't know the no. idea of turning it into a reality show is kind of what it's like kind of like eats the purpose of that show. Y- yes, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yes, exactly. It does. It does. I, I would I rather watch the Mr. Beast version. Oh well, uh, before we uh, move on to some news. Was there was there anything else? You guys did you guys talk about Lego Fortnite or did you guys not get that out of your system? Oh man, you know what? Fortnite's insane right now because not only did they drop the Lego thing, they also dropped the rhythm game that I, they announced this week. They are releasing a peripheral guitar for it, mm-hmm. um, and they're also working on backwards compatibility of your old Rock Band accessories um, if you want to use those. And then they also released a racing game that's just pretty meh. Whatever, it's, I like it's the racing fine. game. But uh, like you're in a small in a small group. If you look at the numbers of, of the, games, the uh, racing yeah, game will the be most... better when they introduce the Mario Kart item boxes in combat. Are they going to do that? Are they going to actually do that? Well, they've ripped everything else off. Why not? I mean, fair enough. It, yeah. It's that would make it much more interesting. I mean, remember there was a um, there was a uh, PlayStation game that we played that was similar to Mario Kart, but was was like serious like called grid or something like that or drift yeah, grid grid wipe, uh, that, wipe out wipe out or grid. no no that had items like with with rockets and 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 uh stuff that we played online together for a little while i barely remember it but yeah but i mean my point is it, there's ways to do car combat that's not pure mario kart you know but yeah it, it, it makes the racing so much more interesting because i was sitting there racing and I'm like, oh, I gotta do three laps. <laughs> if you're not rubbing, but, you're not racing. But what I was, what I was gonna say is, is like as amazing it is, as it is that they did all that last week. Yeah, they freaking dropped the Ninja Turtles on us last, yes, last night, and <laughs> and that's just bonkers. Uh, how, like, how much does each turtle cost? Uh, sixteen hundred V bucks. What is that? Fifteen bucks? Ten bucks? I don't know. I'm not sure what the the the. I mean, it's more than a battle pass. That's for sure. Yeah. Oh, 15 bucks. Uh, yeah. About, but basically, also, if you buy two, you know, you can, you can no. get all four. No, that's not true. That's not Except true. it's like 200 less. So, so yeah, no, it's 200 more. So you have to buy more. You have to, you have to spend. You can't, uh, dude, that's so nefarious that they're selling you piecemeal turtles. I get why, but like, come on. Well, I, I they're, they're different skins to be. Fair, right? They are different skins. They yes. they do different animations for their uh for everything for like their combat is or their uh, their pickaxes are different. They're uh, yeah, they're all different. 
Um, and it's cool. And it's cool that you could over time accumulate all four of them pretty easily, like Clark said. If you buy two, then go and earn 200 more V-Bucks, then you can buy the bundle to get the to get the rest of them. Yeah. But I just think it's nuts that this game is like trying so hard to be your one-stop shop for everything, right? So they they are saying, look, we want you to live here. You tell us what you like, we'll go get it because we can afford it. We can afford anything you like as long as you'll pay for it and stay here. And See, it's yeah. getting closer and closer to Ready Player One. Yeah. I know, it is. But that's what I was telling Lindsay because like my, my 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 wife she you know she caved she bought one of the turtles and that was all of her V bucks right um and we're we're there and we're like yeah these are cool looking we love them and stuff and she's like it's just so weird to me that it costs more than a battle pass and I I told her to me it's not weird and and the reason why is because like when you get a new car right you you want to make sure that it's comfortable and that you feel you feel good in it, right? Like, because you're going to be using it a lot. Like, you're going to be driving it mm -hmm. to and fro, whatever. And the, the analogy doesn't even have to be a car. It could be just anything that you know you're going to use a lot. You know, like your house. You want to get a good couch for your house, right? Because you're going you're gonna to use it a lot and stuff. And so the way I see it is if this game is trying to make you live there forever... They're trying to sell you the things that make you feel comfortable in that space. And so for some people, that's that's Michael Myers, you know, with with and for other people, it's a ninja turtle. And and like I just think it's amazing that this this game just is is put pouring I don't know how much money into acquiring every single license that you've ever liked in the history of pop culture and it's just it's just bonkers to me on on the lego thing what is what is this, uh, the thing about the lego fortnite stuff that's getting you like what makes it good because like it i i think it's i think it is a good game let me say that but objectively it's a less featured minecraft for now it's a less featured minecraft yes for now yes but yes, but it also has the money of Fortnite behind it, right? So they make pat they can patch a lot of money. I know, I mean, but I'm saying Fortnite makes I, the most money, right? Like I, yeah. I played Minecraft back when it was an independent game just put out by Notch that you had to buy online. So before Microsoft bought it. And where it was some so before the multiplayer, before all that stuff. And you still get that sense of creativity and exploration and in now in an unreal five engine <laughs> which is, is, is yeah well for gorgeous. me for me it's that it's that i get to play legos without the mess <laughs> i get to play i get to experiment with legos what Legos wrong uh, yeah i don't want the mess i don't want the mess all right but you know what the biggest thing is is if we all got together eight of us can finally play together it, it is fun now just when, not not in the main mode. When a bunch of us are online and yeah. we are doing stuff, I do want to like together. eventually yeah. join, rejoin your world, and build like a separate like faction in your map. And yeah, I'm eventually taking go... I'm taking his key away. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> then going to war with your because he would bomb us. He would. Yes. Yeah. 
I, I was I, so I was planning to let you know, hey man, if you don't start playing soon, I'm gonna take your key away <laughs> because I could probably give it to somebody else. But you, as soon as you started talking, I'm like, yeah, that key's gone. Bro. Oh no, we're we're coming it's, for you. Your bed's already gone. I already destroyed it. Like it's <laughs> it's gone. Your key is so revoked. Oh, you're just you're you're an agent of chaos that we don't need. You know what we already have is uh, we we welcome Dave back into the group because our, our our loyal patron um because dave he got this horrible bug that spawned him on the other side of the map and at first we thought it just sucked because he can't ever play with us but then we decided like to make it a goal inside the game that all of us are going to rally our resources together and one day go and rescue, rescue dave and bring him back to society or it's gonna be awesome or he's gonna have a crazy like dr doom latveria over there when we get yeah i'm gonna get to dave before you you are see your key's <laughs> gone your key's gone you think i'm joking but your key's <laughs> gone like in, in like yeah, me and, and dave they left you out here 35 minutes from now your key is gone just so you know <laughs> it's gone i'll save it for somebody else well all right let's uh not save the news for oh. someone and share it with you all. Oh, these are bad. Those are bad. I yeah, uh, I did that, and I don't even have the news uh, slide queued up. So. Oh my god, you just wanted to do. <laughs> so give me one it. second. All right, I'll uh, I'll I'll. I'll share uh, for anybody who's interested in my toy photography. Here you go, guys. Here's the next photo I'll be posting. Isn't it cool? Yes. Look at that. It's mm -hmm. really awesome. Um, did I buy you enough time, Ricky? Thank you for your patience, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> this week's news is coming right at you. Starting off, uh, Marvel Studios. Uh, they're doing some press for What If uh, Season 2 coming out next Friday. And uh, some some they dropped some news on what's coming out next year for uh, Marvel Studios Animation. So uh, X Men ninety seven, of course, coming out. Uh, Spider Man, your 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 friendly neighborhood Spider Man, formerly known as Spider Man Freshman Year, also coming out next year. Uh, and that's then, better. They're fixing it, right? They're okay. They're fixing it, and then they okay. also teased a uh, untitled, or sorry, a Black Panther series called Eyes of Wakanda, also coming out. Uh, next year i think that's a smart move man mm -hmm. i think you just always need to have like something black panther available yeah. for people to watch black panther prince funny yeah. uh not not on the list for next year marvel zombies and okay. uh that yeah only marvel zombies only known quantity uh they also did let it not necessarily slip but they are writing what if season three so a what if season three is in the works I'm down. coming out so at down. some point. Mm -hmm. I'm so excited for what if to come back next week. That's going to be, it's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. Um, the, yeah. Uh, did you have anything to add to that Clark? Nope. I agree with everything you guys just said. <laughs> X-Men 97 is my most anticipated though. That's I'm soon. I know. I'm so excited for that. So, I mean, I, I've been waiting for these for so long. Even though what if is coming out next week, it still just feels I'm just, I'm gonna wait until it actually comes out. It's next week. It's next week, Clark. Get excited. 
Get hyped. What if we'll be done by the end of the year? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. That's well, so they can they technically got it in under the wire. What's beginning in the new year uh as we get into some toy news, Hasbro and McFarlane Toys are teaming up. McFarlane is going to expand their Page Punchers brand uh, into Hasbro properties, including Transformers, Power Rangers, G.I. Joe, and Dungeons and Dragons. Um, but not, but not Marvel. But not Marvel. But yeah, it's not actually Hasbro's. McFarlane uh, is creeping that door open to uh, That's interesting. get to the Golden Goose. I don't, I don't like Page Punchers. Honestly, I think it's dumb. Well, they are. They're too like they're a throwback to the time when you would get a toy and a comic together. Yeah, you... but 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 if you're talking about the only time I ever think, like the only times I ever think about those occurring, uh, the comic was secondary to the toy. The toy was the main thing, and the problem I have with Page Punchers is McFarlane is putting out five POA figures. Do you know what that means? It's five points of articulation. It's like your this is a vast. That's like your stiff arm. It's like your old school Star Wars toys. Yeah, yeah. Two like, arm, two leg, and the head turn. Punchers in the seven seven inch line. Mm-hmm. No, they're not in the seven inch line. They're not. Um, they, I think they have some deluxe deluxe like uh, figures for McFarlane. You know, whatever the DC Extended Universe, mm-hmm. the DC Universe toy line. That has comics in it, but those aren't page punchers. The page oh, okay. punchers line is a little figure that comes with a, a reprinted comic. Well, and no. to me, that's just like, eh. I don't need a five POA GI Joe or Transformer. I'm sorry, that's not no. But I think that's cool, and I think it's really scary. And you should be concerned when the giant mega corporations start teaming up to to steal more of your money. It's not a good thing. Um, is McFarlane a giant mega corporation? Yes, it is one of okay. the biggest toy companies on, on the planet. Yes, uh, it is a mega corporation. At this so point. buy Hasbro stock, ladies and gentlemen. You know that McFarlane like owns all of the sports licenses, pretty much, except I think, I think Hasbro. I thought, stole, well, Hasbro stole, has stole theirs, of, right? Yeah, they stole some of them, right? Well, no, McFarlane they, they, has the non-articulated license. I know that. Oh, is that what like it is? The little okay. like, statue things, yeah. Fair enough. Staction figures is what they. I like to call them back to action with Marvel Legends figures. Oh my God. Okay. I'll take over the slides for now, but I'm just going to let you know before I even discuss this. I was, I was so thrown off this week by Lego that I missed the Marvel Legends fan stream. Yesterday. Wow. What a fan. I missed it. I missed it. I had to watch it today i watched it today i already knew what all the figures were because i had to learn about that right away but i was kind of sad but at the same time i do want to say this because before we actually talk about these i think i felt really bad watching the fan stream because i don't know if you guys know but hasbro just laid off like almost 20 percent of its workforce because of declining sales in, in toys um and that really hurt to know that and watch that fan stream uh, today, like post, you know, knowing that those guys probably got that memo that day and they still had to go and record that live stream. And, and, and that's rough, man. But, you know, but I did see something 
uh, I saw Boog from ACBA uh, posted, you know, like a, a, a nice little thing about, you know, he's, he's, his heart goes out to everybody who lost their jobs and stuff. But the reality is a corporation is going to corporation. And yeah, that's the sad truth of it all. So like, that's why I never like to like get super. I never like to support the corporations fully because like, I know we call ourselves the mostly Marvel podcast, but like, it's just it's an alliteration guys it's an alliteration we're in no way we're in no way affiliated with marvel or dc or hasbro or mcfarland but we would like to be send your money our way Uh, i'm just saying we like to be a neutral group a neutral party Mm -hmm. who can just talk who can just talk about the things we like to talk about um Mm -hmm. so uh so with that said i will talk about the x-men 97 wave because it's freaking awesome and it's it's wave two uh so they they just dropped wave one a few i want to say like a month or two ago i got got them in the mail yeah and so it was missing some notable figures so i was really happy to see that uh this second wave which is coming out in the spring uh is gonna clean up the the missing chunks um this this is uh i'm gonna say it it's the best cyclops figure ever made it is really Yes, it is accurate. It and this time around, they sculpted in the straps, so they're not going to fall off of him or or do weird warping. It's they're part of his body this time around. Um, it's a great Cyclops figure, and the best part is, if you don't like the head, go take one off the thirty other Cyclops figures that exist and just put it I on don't this like body. The hair. Then uh, do what I just said. <laughs> do what I just said. There's a billion other ones, but I think it's great. I don't know. What about that you? That looks Clark? amazing. I it I'm actually considering buying it because yeah, that's my favorite Cyclops design. And I I keep looking at the old one that they had, the Marvel's Legends. And he's so with, overpriced and he's got the straps that fall off constantly. Yes. Yeah. And so this looks way better. It's got the and with the eye beams and the posability. I think the leg straps are cool. They look like separate molded pieces. They are, yeah. they are molded. They're separate molded pieces into the into the legs, so. and then um and then he's built on the bigger uh, Vulcan body now. So like it's the new standard uh male figure uh that they have with the butterfly uh shoulders, um but it's just a little bigger. It stands a little bigger than the older ones that they had. So it's a good figure. Um and then this is a brand new sculpt entirely of Jean Grey, um, she based on her new costume design, which is pretty similar to her old school one from the 90s but the belt's a little different and i don't know there's a little there's something really nice about this figure that i like but um uh very very streamlined it's a very streamlined design i like it's a panel line panel line those legs (laughs) she does have panels on the legs though but but like mark like color them in oh you mean with like the black lines yeah i see what you're saying um, the other cool thing they added to this one is, uh, you know, she comes with two heads. Uh, one's a ponytail. The ponytail is articulated, so you can actually move. That it around is cool. That's really cool, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so those are the two classics that were notably missing from the first wave. And now we're going to get into some cool can I ask territory. A question? Yeah. What are Jean Grey's powers? She is the world's most powerful um, telekinetic. Just... Telekinetic. Okay. And she's one of the most powerful telepaths. Okay. Right. Is so that like, correct, Clark? Yes. So like Charles, but can move shit. 
So yeah, yeah. Charles can move stuff too, but just not anywhere near. Like he's he's mo he's primarily a telepath. She's a telekinetic, which makes her a lot more dangerous because. Okay. All right. Yeah. Does that does that clear that up for you? I think her powers always got muddy because then when she turns to Phoenix, she gets fire powers, right? Well, when she turns to Phoenix, she's a god. Okay. She's basically a god who can just obliterate anything, like whatever you know. She can do. She she's it's basically just magnifying her tele telekinetics and telepathy to like the nth degree. So she's she's capable of controlling you at like the molecular scale. Like she just she'll just atomize you if you wanted to. You know what I mean? Like she's a god. Um. A not not current not a regular character. It was in the old show, but maybe that'll change in the new one. Uh, there's a brand new Nightcrawler figure. Uh, this one looks great. He's actually got. Uh, they they took the old figure that they released like I think two years ago, and they added a uh, pinless joints to him. Um, and yeah, if you don't like some of the accessories like the head and stuff that comes with this one, take them off your old one and put them on this one. I think it's cool. The old one comes with like a saber and stuff, so he can sword fight and hands for that and stuff. But I think it's a great looking Nightcrawler figure. He's actually one of my favorite X Men, so I love it. And he looks cool. He looks like the cartoon, you know, with the dark uh, shadows around his eyes. And then, then we start getting into some spoiler territory. I think this is in the trailer, but Magneto's got a new look. Um, it's cool. It's it's you know I I will it's judge one color. I'll judge when I see what what's going on in the story, um, but he's got comes with two heads and he can clearly float uh, with his cape, so that's really cool. I don't know. Oh, I didn't notice. Uh, yeah, that is cool. Yeah, the the cape is molded in such a way that you can actually make him do the the cool pose. Um, that's pretty funny. And then I'm about to get even more spoilery, so I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I, I don't know anything about how these are going to play out, but... Hey, this was with Robbie. Hey, what the hell? not quite. Um, but yes, this is the Goblin Queen as she is appears in the new season of X-Men 97. Um, her costume is very different than the way she appears in the comics and the one that was going to be released with the Hell, Hell, Hell Charger uh, HasLab campaign last year that failed. But they saw an opportunity, you know, when they found out that she was going to be uh, featured in the new season. They're like, hey, we can make a new figure. She has a lot of sculpted parts that are really cool. And uh, and they're finding another way to reuse that baby mold. I have no idea what that baby is in, in rel relative to the, the show. But uh, they took the, the baby that was once uh, it was once a baby Hulk. Then it got then it got repainted blue to be a baby nightcrawler, and now it's repainted white to just be a white baby. I don't know. I don't know. So if you don't like that baby, just switch it out for one of the other babies. There you go. See, you're learning now. You're learning. Yeah. Um, and then could that be? I don't know, but possible spoilers. The more we speculate. I mean, when I just saw the figure, I thought it was Madeline Pryor, but now I know it's I thought Queen. Well, they're the same person. Oh, I don't know. Madeline, yeah, Madame Pryor is believe, the Goblin Queen. Okay. Yes, I believe Madame Pryor is the Goblin Queen. That's that's her name. Yeah, that's that's her same name. I'm I'm, I'm not diff. the uh, the strongest in X Men lore. So it is Madeline Pryor. Just to be clear. All right. Well, now I feel last about one. My first chance. 
last one. Here we go. This one's out of left field, but probably not for the more hardcore X-Men fans. It is the Executioner. Um, this is actually the first time he's ever been made as a Marvel Legend, period. Uh, they never got around to making him in uh, regular comic book form. So he looks a tiny bit different than he does from the comics, but he's got a buttload of accessories and it's kind of cool to know that he, this character is going to be a villain in the story. What's his belt stand for? His belt stand for? What do you mean stand for? It says F-O-H. Oh, uh, it's the... Uh, what is it? The Fighters of Humanity or something like that. You know, it's like the anti-mutant people. The the freedom... I forget what it's called. Is it? Oh, he, oh he's not a mutant? No, he's not a mutant. Oh. He is... He is uh, a very, very racist man. How about that? That's what <laughs> that's, that's what we'll say. The executioner is all right. Like he basically has access to a lot of technology. Yeah, he does have a hood. So and yeah, there you go. There you go. You're getting it. You're seeing it now. Uh, but I'm going to move this along because there's actually they didn't stop here. Uh, they didn't. The Hasbro team didn't say where this uh, or when this is going to be available uh, for pre-order and stuff. But they just wanted to let us know these are all in the pipeline. But they did start showing us some other stuff as well in the fan stream. Uh, first off, it's going to be a Walmart exclusive. This is the Hydra cap. This is the version of Captain America that that goes around saying Hail Hydra and pissing off everybody in the military who's been reading Captain America their whole lives. And they don't understand when there's, Marvel just does stunts for the sake of, you know, getting viewers. Um, that's This is that figure. If you don't like it, move along. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> that's a good figure. Next one up, they're taking, they're doing a do-over on the Sam Wilson Captain America figure that released in a three-pack years and years and years ago that did not come with the freaking wings. Um, so they're taking the body, it's the same body as before, I believe, uh, re-releasing it with an actual uh, articulated wings uh, wing kit, and they're giving him a new shield that is the new design that Sam Wilson has on his on his shield. Uh, that was good. Cool, cool figure. I think it looks awesome. Yeah, mm -hmm. they're probably going to charge like 40 bucks for it. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Moving on. Uh, so just so you guys know, I don't know if you Well, I'll, I'll ask you this way. Uh, there's a lot of different anniversaries that happen often. Next year is another anniversary. It's the 50th anniversary of a very popular character in Marvel Comics. Can you guess? I, I know, so <laughs> I won't guess. Clark can guess. Well, 50 years back. What year is 50 years ago? What is that? Uh, 74. It'll 74? be 74. Yeah. It's one of the most popular Marvel characters that did not come out in the 1960s. Wolverine. There you go. 50th anniversary. So they're doing two packs with Wolverine and other famous characters that, from the well, X-Men universe. That's Wolverine. This is, is Wolverine. This is Wolverine when he was infected by the brood. Um, the brood the is bug? basically the brood is basically Marvel's equivalent of the, the xenomorph. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, but it, it takes over the whole body. And so this is this was when Wolverine got infected with it. His regeneration was not letting him fully get taken over. Um, but yeah, this is a brood Wolverine and pretty badass this even happened in the in the cartoon too in the x-men cartoon well silverhawk uh, 
And that is not Silverhawk. That is Lelandra Nermani. Yeah. Lelandra uh, Nermani. This is one of the loves of Professor X's yes. life from the Shi'ar Empire. I remember her uh, from the cartoon. She is awesome looking. I love her. A brand new mold on that body. It's really cool. Um, so that's one of the first two packs that, that went up for pre-order today. Uh, here's the second two pack. Oh, it's, <laughs> that is gorgeous. Gorgeous. Who grew up in the 90s watching X-Men and didn't love a good old-fashioned cowboy Wolverine fighting a giant saber tooth? Oh, this that is, is beautiful. This is Does everything. The hat come off. The hat comes off on one of those heads. Damn. Yes. One of those heads, I believe, has a sec like a, a removable hat. I think so. I could be wrong. Um, but that's a good saber tooth. That is the best saber tooth. Yeah. They finally it, owned up to the fact that their old saber tooths were not big enough, and they gave us the one that we all wished we had. It's also and, such a great example of the size Wolverine's supposed to be. Yeah, yeah, he is little. He's a little guy. The Wolverine toys nowadays are always correctly in mm -hmm. scale, and I love them for it. That's why. That's why I'm down. As much as I don't like buying multiple copies of the same character, I love when they give me different flavors of the same character, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So I love they I, added the claws like, like this. Of yeah. Sabertooth. Yeah. He looks, uh, they both look amazing. And then they also uh, announced yeah. these, this was the other one that went up for pre-order today. Uh, there's two more that will be coming out as well uh, at some point later. And I freaking love both of them. This is uh Wolverine in his ninja outfit or whatever stealth out. I don't know what it's called. Uh, versus the armored Betsy Braddock, a.k.a. Psylocke, when she was in possession of the Ten Rings, and she was super evil, and that armor is amazing. I love it. But then I think I love it even more is Patch Wolverine and Joe Fixit in their tuxedo outfits. That so is good. amazing. Aren't those good? You, you can Google the comic that that is ripped from, and it's it's pretty literal. The only thing they couldn't do is make that Hulk cross his own arms, um, which is impossible on those yeah. figures. Mm, but, well. but it's great. And then they sent us away with just one more tease. Nothing to do with Wolverine other than he is a fellow X-Man. This is an amazing angel That's a good-looking angel. It is fully articulated wings. They they spread or they can come down to retract to be like small, you know, like kind of not mm -hmm. like small, but like in standing position. Um, and I just gushed all over this thing because I still have this costume of Angel from one of the oldest Marvel Legends uh, toys that I still have in my collection. And I hate him, and I couldn't wait to get rid of him. And so this is it. It's finally time. Are the wings just Angel's power? Or does he do yep. stuff? Well, eventually he got a secondary power for uh healing. He can he's a he's a he's the the healer of the team. He can go around and okay. touch oh, people. He can, that makes sense. He can fly and heal. Yeah. But okay. he used to for 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 50 years or, or so. <laughs> he just flew like the lamest flying. flying. <laughs> yeah. 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 And he well, he had a hang up about that, right? And that's kind of what led to uh apocalypse corrupting him, right? Yeah. It's because he, Archangel. He, he felt it was more of a detriment to his life than 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 a positive, right? Like he he could like he can't wear normal clothes, dude. Like he he has to like have custom suits made and stuff uh, to rock those. So yeah, um, 
I I don't mind when a mutant has a lame power because I get it. I get it, man. Like I, I sometimes you're dealt a card in life that you wish you weren't dealt, but you just roll with it. And so <laughs> I I didn't need Angel to have more than the wings, but I guess you know they they caved. They caved because sometimes people get too caught up in in the stats of it all, right? Like what's what's Angel able to do? Like uh, nothing fly you know like <laughs> flying used to be cool man yeah. or whatever anyways but that's all thanks for letting me show you all those clark what was your favorite one i showed you i'm gonna go with cyclops but cowboy wolverine is very close second it's a good figure it's a good figure what about you ricky uh sam wilson because it'll go uh, somewhere up there next to my first edition uh captain america sam wilson so nice all right so um i'm happy to have another toy on the shelf all right well now that i've wasted a sufficient amount of time <laughs> you want to spend you the rest of it? ample time to talk about uh this week's spotlights Twenty nineteen's Aquaman directed by James not James Wan. Yeah, that's yeah, right. James Wan. James yeah. Wan. Yeah. Uh, starring Amber Heard, William Defoe, yes. Willem, uh, not Willem William Defoe, uh Patrick Wilson, and of course uh Jason Momoa. And Tamora Morrison and Nicole Kidman. And, Morris, and Nicole John Reese Davis and Julie Andrews and Jimon Hansu. Dolph Lundgren. And Dolph Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren. Um and this is Man. Nicole before she brought us back to the movie theaters. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Woo! Man, this so classic from 2019. Take, takes away, Dennis. 2018, bro. 2018. This movie came out in 2018. 2018 classic. Yeah, but it was December, if that counts. It was December yeah. of like, or, yeah, something like that. Yeah, well, uh, it's December. Yeah, it came out the same, like a week apart from Into the Spider-Verse, one of the greatest superhero movies ever made. And I went and saw this thing and I was like, oh, man, Into the I know, I know it did, but it didn't win as many Oscars as Into the Spider-Verse did. So, you know, whatever. It didn't matter. Uh, they matter when you bring up the money. OK, they matter when you bring up the money. You know, uh, the money is significant in this for a number of reasons, though. Because this became the most successful DC movie of the DCEU. Yes, it's true. Mm -hmm. it so is true. the the line that I was One, saving. $1.152 billion worldwide. Mm -hmm. It was the splash of color that the DCEU needed from the Zack Snyder verse that people were getting tired of. I feel like Wonder Woman was the splash of color, but... Yeah. Wonder a Woman was a great is a better film than Aquaman, of course, but it still was a war movie that was, you know, it had the grit and had a, it did have more of the gray tone, you know, in the trenches and, I mean, and in, the stuff. In, in fairness, Aquaman's a war movie. It's just, uh, yes. a, it's just a nonsense war. It's I a, think mm -hmm. Aquaman, you would consider it uh, an epic Yes. Is that a better descriptor of what Aquaman was? Wonder Woman's an epic too. It just happens to 
take place during World War One. They're on different scales. Uh, I mean, yeah. there's not there's one's, not huge armies versus huge armies in in Wonder Woman, but I I don't want to get into the the one you know. This is okay. the the debate that I think is really important. Yeah, no, it's not. Let's let's yeah. rewind for a second. So I know we're joking about how like I chewed up all of our time, uh, and I warned Ricky ahead of time. Uh, I said, "Hey, Ricky, you be sure to cut me off at a certain time because if you let me keep going, I will talk so much trash about this movie." Now, here's the thing: I saw this movie in 2018. Uh, I think I saw it with Clark. I think I did. I think you came down to watch it with. Did I? With, with our friend Ray, who is a big Aquaman. Yes, fan. yes, I did. Uh, I did. Yeah, yeah, and I think I had a really good night's sleep during that movie. I I watched Aquaman today, which was kind of like for the first time. <laughs> My wife kept coming in and out of the movie. The, the movie, like she didn't want to watch it again because she remembered not liking it. But she would come in and be like, I don't remember this scene. And I'm like, yeah, neither do I. There are so many scenes in this movie I don't remember. And I know why. And I know why. And I, I figured it out because it's it's there's something that happens when I go and see the, the Transformers movies mm-hmm. where 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 at a certain point, there's so much CG robot on robot violence that should be cool. But. I don't have a focal point. I don't have something to really like, you know, like really like follow. It's chaotic. It's chaotic, right? And so what ends up happening is, to me, it looks like a boring screensaver, and it <laughs> and it puts me to sleep. It puts me to sleep. Um, I it's not just the Transformers movies. It's any movie with like like kind of like the Godzilla movies when it just gets big and loud and, and noisy. You know, like. You would think a giant monster screaming that loud would not put me to sleep. Totally does. Totally puts me to sleep because I just don't, I don't have any frame of reference for like caring or what I'm supposed to care about and stuff like that. So um, Aquaman is another one of those movies where there is so much stuff on screen at a certain point. My wife hilariously said today, I don't think there's ever been a movie with more stuff on screen. than there is in this movie. And I just started laughing at what she said because I know it's hyperbole, but like, she's kind of not wrong. There's a lot going on. Um, I would say that go, and, and this JJ Abrams tried at the end of the last Star Wars movie. We threw that giant fleet <laughs> of, I don't think, he and I know, close. <laughs> I know that's not a, uh, uh, a positive bar yeah i know but like but yeah but i think i think she was pointing out like at one point she was like i think the animators are using ai and treating the fish as particles which is like because there's that many fish in the in the scenes you know in the war in the giant battle and and you know i i was awake for a lot more of this i did catch myself i caught myself falling asleep again at about one hour into the movie um, and I realized it's it's mostly all the underwater stuff because what I did find this time around is I actually liked it more this time around uh, because I was I was enjoying it for the James Wan uh, camera work that is pretty it's pretty oh. impressive. Mm-hmm. But the camera work is mostly impressive above water when the the action scenes above water are really cool. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're his best camera work, but I think. 
they're ambitious. I think they're am ambitious things that going on. That said, I still don't like this movie, um, but I'm going to let you guys talk about it and I'm going to sit back and just listen. Well, I'll, I'll piggyback because off what you said on, um, it's just, it's just, seems it's all in excess. This movie, every, every shot, like it almost felt like, so James Wan, a notable horror director, right? And then he got, he got fast and furious. And then he went from that to this, right? That's, that's yes. his trajectory. Well, he still does horror. He, oh, he yeah. did every yeah. every shot in this movie, even the most mundane, just exposition, is just shot to the nth degree, right? With weird at not I'll say weird, but just the most insane angles or the way he cuts or moves the camera. And it's like I don't necessarily need that for Nicole Kidman just talking. And then, it's, but I think uh, it's like short attention span theater because, like you said, there's a lot of mundane exposition in this movie. As a reminder, this movie is just a giant MacGuffin hunt, right? Yeah. Like it's the whole well, movie is like we got to find the like, trident. They don't. He doesn't find comfort in that exposition because, like, I shit you not, there's like four or five scenes in this movie where characters are talking, explosion. We're fighting now. Like I count it, it happens more than three wait, times at least. Wait, that are you saying this is? Are you saying this is a negative for this movie? Because you used I, to love this movie. You used. I, I to love, love it. For, like it's movie. how how Transformers esque it is. Because if on that on that uh, merit or on that premise, it is just eye porn to the you know to the nth degree. I I can appreciate it for that, but. It's exhausting. It is exhausting to watch because, like every, when everything expect is a spectacle, nothing is. Thank you. I don't understand how I'm the oldest guy here, and you guys sound like a bunch of old farts sitting. How your it's eyes fun. are tired it's watching. Fun. But like, stuff. I don't want to eat candy for my entire dinner. Ah, uh, this this is this was this was more like the uh, the feast in in Hook that was all rainbow colored. <laughs> that, that that all this stuff. Um, Aquaman at the time was one of the most visually comic accurate movies that they had made. I thought I want to give credit. Made, you, mean, you mean DC? Yeah. I want to okay. give credit how, uh, how they've made the Aquaman costume work and they made the black Manta costume, you know, the work and, and okay, how, how close they were. And and the visuals um, I read, uh, this is also the movie's heavily based on the Jeff Johns uh, Aquaman run. That was the new 52, uh, which I had read and that introduced the trench and and a number of other um, aspects. The trench, that, was the, the trench was the coolest part of the movie that I never saw the first time. There was going to be a trench movie. There was. Yeah. At the, but that was that was back when. When they thought that this movie was going to save the DCEU, uh, which it did not, uh, but it did. I mean, well, I mean, it, 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 it did for a minute. Like, yes, right? they, they I mean, it sustained it them, but then, there would not have been a Shazam or a Black Adam. Had this right, movie right. But then Justice League, you know. That was before. Yeah, Justice League was before this. This oh, is a right. post-Justice right. yes, yes, yes. League movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah the, um, the, the, uh, anyways. The next one, it, yeah, it, it couldn't continue the momentum. 
<laughs> that it had. It definitely Wonder Woman 84 did not help. But I love that movie. That movie's oh. problematic. I don't care. I can love problematic things. Yes. But yeah, you know, this one was just so epic. It was fun. Uh, I, I love, I, I love baby. It's, it's fun. Like, I, I don't want to, I don't want to sound like yeah. we're knocking or I'm, I'm knocking it, but it is, I guess that's the old man. Of me. I, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it watching back then. And I saw it again in one of those 4d super theaters. That was amazing mm-hmm. because that like actually blew water and, and wind in our face in the hurricane at the opening part. And like, it was, it was a perfect movie to see with that. Um, watching it again today, you know, I enjoyed it. I'm, uh, you know, I was remembered how much I like, you know, things that, that I didn't, you know, Jason Momoa, um, you know, it's like, is, is trying like, he so can't wait to be another character, but he's trying yeah. to enjoy his time in this as much as he can. I actually like, I don't mind I don't mind him, oh, I don't but, mind him. Like, when I but when I watch him and when I hear him I don't hear the same caliber you know what I mean like when when Marvel casts somebody it's like no well that's the most perfect person they could ever cast right I don't feel like DC hit that mark for oh, most no, no. of, their, most of they, their characters they did it but, for their anti I mean Aquaman as we said is a blonde guy and, and that's actually part of the story that no no uh Atlanteans are blonde, but because he's a mixed baby, he got the blonde hair, and so he's always seen as a foreigner. That's why he's blonde in the comics. But they wanted to go the most anti-white blonde guy, you know, they, they could, and so they went with the the some you know Jason Momoa as the Islander type Aquaman, mm-hmm. and it worked. Uh, it, it was a he's he was an interesting take on the character, and he still enjoyed it. I mean. We're not going to get into Amber Heard. I mean, that's oh you know, man, my, you know what my I, wife I think just, it is? just let it go. My wife yeah. walks in. No, nobody's going to nobody's going to defend her. My wife walks in, sees her, and she's like, "Watch out, Aquaman! She might shit on your bed." <laughs> and I was like, "I'm just, I'm just trying to watch this movie, man." And my wife just keeps coming in with gold and just um, like trolling this movie every time, and then leaves, and then it's so good. Um, but yeah, the I, Amber Heard of it all. She's not that great of an actress in this movie. I'm no, not no. like, like I was watching her and I'm like, okay, you're passable, but like, can you imagine if like ScarJo had played Mira? Like, mm-hmm. wouldn't it have been so much more compelling? Like, I yeah. don't really care about Mira in this movie, other no. than like, damn it, Mira, you just wasted a whole vi- uh, like a whole wine rack of really expensive <laughs> stuff. Like that is not cool, Mira. Uh, yeah, but um. I think I figured it out. Watching this in theaters, I come out of it having a great time. It's a long movie, right? It's so long, I feel like man. I got my money's worth out of that movie going experience. Mm. But watching it at home, see, it is a different thing. See, it is, you know, it, it's, I don't the have la- the spectacle of the screen, I don't have the spectacle of the sound. It's la- it's long and you really get to see like, oh, this is not a you have to pay attention to the dialogue and it's it's kind the, of just there. Well, I have the benefit of watching it in surround sound and on a bigger screen. But I watched it on a nice screen been, and a nice yes. nice sound. But that said, the last wife nugget I'll share with you is she at some point, like after like the two hour mark, she walks in and she's like, This movie is so long. I feel 
Like you have been watching this movie all day. <laughs> In fact, I feel like you've been watching this movie all week. Like this movie won't stop. And I'm like, it's like five minutes away from ending. I promise. It's like it. And like, just I, I could tell because I basically had hijacked the living room with this movie for the entirety of this evening just to get ready for this show. And it's long. And, it, and and what makes it long is is that everything Ricky said is that it, the the it's just exhaustive like to to like you don't like I'm gonna bring this up one last time because I think it, it, I brought it up with the, the Marvels conversation um, but in as a, it was a positive in the Marvels but like the that scene in Loki season two where some of the um, some of the 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 people from um what is i'm trying to remember the name of the the bureau or whatever the uh that did uh the time TVA. The, the tva yes the tva people have gone rogue and they're going and destroying all the branching timelines right mm -hmm. and they're freaking out because they're like oh my god billions of people are dying and then enter loki and sylvie they do some cg blah 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 they you know <laughs> cg save the day and they stop them and but it's still probably billions of people still died right and it really annoyed me because like they're saying numbers like billions of people are dying. But as an audience member, you're not allowed to care because you're not seeing or you're not relating to you're not feeling. So it's it just felt empty, right? That they're I don't know, they probably saved countless other trillions and like, but like, who's keeping score at that point, right? Because like, you lost billions, I guess. And so for me, it was kind of the same thing with Aquaman, like there's this giant battle going on under under underwater where there's arguably like billions and possibly even more trillions of lives down there that are all getting wasted in this giant war and you just can't you can't care or feel for any of it right like you, you know just... what they say there's plenty of fish in the sea <laughs> <laughs> yeah there you go we should well, probably end it there I, soon I will, because yeah yeah, but, I am a teen. Or yeah, I, 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 teen I have no desire to sit here and and yeah, just roll the rock back and forth uh, about Aquaman. I, I I just say it still is. It was a fun fun splash in the DCEU, and I'm, I'm happy looking that for it this got next made. One. I'm happy that it exists. I yeah. think it's a it's a fine Aquaman movie, but that doesn't make it a good super a great yeah. superhero movie. No. You know, you know what was funny is when it ended, my HBO Max recommended you might also like the Green Lantern. And I was like, I was like, all right, okay. In fairness, by comparison, this Aquaman movie was amazing. Okay. Yeah. Um, it is, it is a really beautiful looking thing to behold. Um, and and there are some cool, you know, there's hero moments for sure. Like Aquaman has an arc. He gets to like he starts out as kind of a jerk. And he ends by wanting to save as many people as he can, except he shows up with a giant like carafin and just annihilates so many people or so many creatures just while this thing cra crawls out of the ground. <laughs> yeah, like, out of the lava. I, I was like, what are you doing, bro? You're killing Crack and play by Helen Mirren. Yeah. No, it was Julie Andrews. Julie Andrews. Julie Andrews. It's Mary Poppins, y'all. It was <laughs> Mary Poppins. Yeah. Oh my I, God. I, my last thing that I would say is this, is that Aquaman went in as a character has a lot of baggage is, is because of the, uh, 
the jokes, the stereotypes of he talks to fish yeah, and, and the riding of the seahorse in the cartoons from the seventies. Uh, so Aquaman has not ever really been considered for a long time, the cool character. And yet like, Remember when he first came into the Superman, the animated series, and they gave him, you know, the hook hand with the long thing. I mean, they everybody has tried so hard to counterbalance the the baggage of lame Aquaman, uh, all while comedy shows like um, uh, Robot Chicken and stuff make fun of him. Uh, and uh, thanks, Ian. And 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 I think that yes, and they. I, I give a lot of credit because they succeeded because they took that character with all that baggage and made it the most successful movie in the DCU. They did. They made it appealing I mean, to I the mean, audience. Yes. No, yes. Not, they appealed. Yeah. 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 That being yeah. said. Yeah. I totally agree with you, Dennis. I can't wait for it to be done and for the DC universe to move on. Yeah. But that, I, but I, also like, but yeah, also on the rewatch, like watching scenes that I'd never watched before because I fully was asleep the last time because the theater's dark, you know, and it's nice and cold and it's just gonna, that's why you got the one where they blow the water in your face. You can't fall asleep. <laughs> yeah. Right. The chairs moving. Uh, but like, you know, here, when I caught myself falling asleep, I just turned the lights up more and I sat up in my chair and I'm like, whoa, we're going to do this. We're going to make it through this movie. And and I started staying awake, and then when I got to the trench stuff, I was like, "Hey, this is kind of cool. Like, why, why, why did it take so long to get to this part?" You know, Man, that um, that trench scene out on the surface that was that was straight up James Wan horror. Yeah, dude. Like the the cross section mm-hmm. when you see you see the ship above water, and then you see everything down below. That was gorgeous. All right, like that was a gorgeous scene that I promise you I've never seen before today. Um, and so I thought it was really cool. I it's also actually had never seen almost directly seen, from the comic. There's a, a, a full oh, panel of that. That's cool. Yeah. I had also never seen the octopus playing the drums until today. I love that. <laughs> that's, all right. Uh, I will yeah. say this, like, as uh, like I did, it did make me willing to accept a second going of this next week. So I am, I am on board. I'm more on board knowing that Mira is somehow going to get, shelved in that movie. I, I like, can't wait to see how they yeah I really she, want to see how they deal with their <laughs> uh I'm not excited to see more tomorrow Morrison or Nicole Kidman because I think they're pretty awful in this movie like they're 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 the hardest part for me and I know that the movie kind of like bookends the whole story around them but yeah I kind of hate them in this movie so well there will be a baby this time around so who knows Nice, nice. Maybe they can be grandparents, yes. But I appreciate you coming to to talk with us about this and all the other stuff. You're always down to Clown Clark, and that's why we love you. And I do appreciate that you sat through two and a half hours of Aquaman (laughs) again so you could talk about it. Um, I really, like, in the grand scheme of things, I don't hate it as much as it may sound like I do because, like, there there are a lot of things to love. And like Clark said, it is pretty comic accurate. I guess I just don't like Aquaman comics is probably what I'm trying to say. Too, that, I, um, I have heard you badmouth this character for most of our lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so uh, that, 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 that is fair that you can get through this much because literally for most of our lives, just just partly just to make fun of Ray. 
because of his love of Aquaman, but I've heard you badmouth this character since we were in our twenties. Yeah, yeah. He I liked him better on Entourage when it was a joke. Yeah. Um so it now it's a real thing and yay, cool. But well, I think I think uh we should at least say that we'll be in a more more hopefully positive spirits next week when we talk about the new one. Um, but uh, Ricky, are we going to save that one for the following week or are we going to, are we going to watch it next week and do the show? I think we watch it next week and do the show, right? Because the, because uh, we're going to do the, what if the following week, what right? if the following, but so we can play by ear. It's the holidays, ladies and gentlemen, we got family. Um, so we don't know what's going to happen. So we'll yeah. see. We may but, be back. We may not. Yeah, who knows? We but uh, we will talk about Aquaman: The Lost Kingdom. Could be the final episode of the year. I'll say this: we'll talk about it at some point before the end of the year. Yes, that's true. That's true. All right, we're gonna get out of here. Where where can people uh, find anybody who wants to be found? Like and subscribe. Right here. Uh, Patreon.com/slash Denix Celsius. Denix Media. Denix Media. You're close. You got oh, well, you it's, got it's it. if you're listening to the podcast, it's in the description. I, I link it every week. So, yes, uh, click it if you can. All right, guys. Th- thanks to our audience for watching live and for everybody who tunes in afterwards. Um, again, uh, if you happen to ever see any piece of media with Dong in it, please go to comments <laughs> and let Ricky know he wants to watch it. Mm-hmm. I'll send you my telegram. Or uh... <laughs> All right. We're getting All out right. of here. With that, true believers. Enough said.